you are now tuning in to the Hood Talks Podcast, where community voice matters. Hey, what is up, y'all? It's your girl, Vanna. And man, I've really been thinking a lot lately about the rise, not only in addictions, but also overdoses in our communities, and the lack of awareness around resources for this specific issue. It truly breaks my heart to see so many in our community dying due to drugs, And I even read recently somewhere that overdose deaths among black males have risen by 15%. Then, also having my own personal experiences and witnessing others close to me experience the effects of having a loved one facing addiction, I just felt I needed to link up with my girl Nicole, Executive Director at Prevent Ed. Because when I say they are doing the work, They are doing that. Not only do they lead the conversation on alcohol and other drugs, their work is preventing the harms of alcohol and other drug use through education, intervention, and advocacy. She got your girl hip and informed me that they are offering an adult assessment and referral program that provides non-biased assessments for substance use disorder. Through this program, they have experienced counselors who can help you or a loved one identify the right level of care and course of action based on your specific situation. They will connect you or a loved one with care providers that can help on the recovery journey that best fits you. They are completing assessments for $25. But hey, if you're struggling like most and your funds are low, they have scholarship funding available to help. Sounds like something you need to tap into? Go on over there and hit hit them up at 314-962-3456. Or you can email info at prevented.org and let them know you heard about their adult assessment and referral program from your girl Vanna at the Hood Talks podcast. But y'all know your girl, right? And I gotta say this one last thing which really hits for me and that is as a large nonprofit, Prevent Ed is also putting in that racial equity work. They're working to become an anti-racist organization. You don't believe me? Well, go on over to their website at prevented.org to check them out. And please share this resource, y'all. You just never know who you can help. Hey, what is up, y'all? It's your girl, Vanna, and I am bringing you all another dope segment of the Hood Hills.
Good afternoon. How are you? I am doing very good. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. You good? So come on now. Tell the people who you are before we get in this great conversation about black men and mental health. <laughs> uh, well, my name is Gerald Bentley and I'm a therapist in the state of Missouri. Um, this is my second career. When I first came home from college, I got into law enforcement. I was there 16 years, about 12 years in, 12, 13 years into it. I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this forever. You have a great perspective then, huh? Come on yeah. now. Law so, enforcement and now being a therapist. Yeah, I, I was in corrections and I decided I couldn't make this my career. I couldn't do this long term. So I had to figure out something. Um, my aunt, I call it my aunt, but my mom's best friend was a school teacher for almost 41, 42 years. And she had been on me. You need to get an education. They use you in education. You'd be great in education, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. So um, I was at her house and just she could tell something wasn't right with me. And I tell people that was probably my first um, encounter with depression because I just wasn't happy with my life. Nothing was going the way that it, I wanted it to. I was married. I had kids, but I just wasn't feeling it and nothing was making me happy. So she kind of jumped me and was like, look, you need to find your path. You need to figure out what's going to excite you to get up every morning and go do what you do. And she was like, I told you to go into education. I was like, I don't want to stand in front of no bunch of kids. And she was like, dummy, I didn't mean for you to, that's where you start. But I saw you being a building counselor, you getting into administration oh. at a school. She was like, why don't you find out if that's something that's accessible? So did some research, found out that uh, being a school counselor was going to be my first thought. But then as I started researching and looking into it, just being a therapist was even more intriguing. So yeah. then the thing was to find a program where I could study both at the same time and kind of cut down my financial burden. Yeah. Well, Ooh. most schools wanted you to do one or the other, or you had to apply, do one and finish. And then when you finished that, when you reapplied and I was like, no, I need to do this all at the same time. Cause I'm not trying to go to school forever. <laughs> Ended up going to Lindenwood, uh, got a dual master's in school and professional counseling. Okay. And I've been burning ever since. Started working in one district as a school counselor. It was okay, but it wasn't what I wanted to do. Mm. Um, moved to another district, still was being a school counselor. Wasn't what I wanted to do. Uh heard of an opportunity to provide therapy in the school setting for special ed kids and oh, okay. was like, hey, I'm interested in this. And they were yeah. like, hey, we're interested in you. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. um, because it was a black, I was a black male who wanted to do therapy, wanted to work with kids, wanted to work with families. And they were like, well, if you're willing to do the work, we're willing to work with you. Let's see how this plays out. So I did, I got, I graduated with my degree, but I hadn't gotten my license yet because mm -hmm. there was no need. I was working in schools. Mm -hmm. So I 
sent my stuff off to the state. They were like, okay, cool. If you can get your supervised hours under a clinician, you often going. Okay. So again, the district supervised me. I got started and I've been going ever since. And now I do uh, therapy for spare kids in, in the district that I work in. And I also do private practice therapy now, because again, I was looking for opportunities to increase my knowledge and work with a different, different clientele of people. I got, I was starting to, I didn't want to see kids only. And I mm, wondered what it yeah. would be like to work with adults, uh, work with couples, work with families. So now that I have my license and everything, private practice was the next outlet rather than open up my own shop. Um, I got linked up with a company that was out of Chicago. They were looking to expand. Now they're in, I want to say eight cities. Oh, wow. Six or eight different cities with multiple offices in some cities. So like I said, the, and then with the whole pandemic, the telehealth therapy has like skyrocketed. Everybody's offering it. Everybody's doing it. It's, <laughs> I it's, think it's a great thing because it makes it a lot more accessible in some spaces. It it's is. Got great internet, right? Nobody, nobody has. Everybody has access to internet, but I think it does make it a little bit more accessible. And that's coming from a mom who has two kids and trying to find some sitters to go to a therapy appointment is. And then, you know, people work jobs. So, yeah, I, I decided that's accessible. It, it has its advantages. It does. I personally would prefer to be in an office. Really? I I'm a re, I can relate better in mm -hmm. person than through a screen. And, and again, that law enforcement <laughs> side of me comes out. I'm looking at posture. I'm looking yeah. at body language. I'm looking at eye contact. It's hard to gauge through a through a computer screen. Yeah. But if we're sitting there one on one and I'm looking at you, I can see, oh, that made you nervous. Let me circle oh. back around and figure out what that was about. Oh, ooh, you lying to me. <laughs> I can tell you lying to me. And, <laughs> call them out. <laughs> right. So it's like, okay. And again, I'm a firm believer that if you're going to do therapy, it's going to be hard work. It's going to be yeah. uncomfortable. It's you just need a therapist you feel comfortable being uncomfortable with. That so, <laughs> no, that part is Rick. Yeah, and that's what I feel like. So again, shout out to you because when we're thinking about black men and mental health, people are probably thinking we're just talking about black men going to see therapists. But I am really um, wanting to highlight just a black man being in the space to provide yeah. mental health services. I know of four personally black male therapists in the St. Louis area because I've worked with them in some capacity in one of my jobs, which to me is scary. But then in the other vein, it's like, there's got to be more than this in St. Louis. And yeah, like I said, when I talk to them, it's like, what's your caseload looking like? Man, I'm sending people away because I was going to ask you, could you take some? And I'm like, no, yeah. <laughs> I do this part time. Y'all are rare. It's so rare. Yeah, it's, but I think I'm noticing and seeing because I'm more uh, like drawn into the mental health space. I'm starting to see more black men in that space. And I, I adore yeah. it because um, I think, like you said, sometimes you need people that's relatable um, yeah. and people that, you know, look like you or sometimes um, just maybe been where you've been, you know, like. Yeah. can understand what you're talking about. Yeah. And you, you don't have to. A lot of stuff goes unsaid. Mm -hmm. And it. It's funny because I got six black males on my caseload out of 
maybe 30 clients. And it's funny how my conversations with them are different because a lot of stuff just goes unsaid because it's kind of understood. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I know that's what you was thinking, but that you shouldn't, I know I shouldn't have done it that way. And I, and I knew as soon as I did it, that was wrong. And it was like, well, why'd you do it? I don't know. <laughs> and it's like, I'm like, but I get it. Because yeah. and one of the things that I talk to men about is having that grace to allow yourself to understand there's a lot you weren't taught. Mm. Because we walk into situations thinking we know everything. We don't know nothing. And I mean, he like, said it, y'all. I just want to let y'all know. I own it in my own life. I've walked yeah. through situations I knew I had no clue what I was doing. And mm. I kind of learned through baptism by fire. And one of the things that I, I really stress because I have two sons is helping them not have to get burned as many times as I got burned. You don't have to touch the stove 50 times like I did. Maybe I cut yours down to 25 or or something, but you don't need to get the same burns I got because I can walk you through them. I understand that they were gaps in my life because nobody taught me. You're going to be taught. We're going to have these conversations. He has that space where he has you to tap into. Um, Yeah, and it's funny because... His friends will ask him questions. When you talk to your daddy, ask this. <laughs> Especially in college. And I don't, and I asked him, I said, do you all have access to mental health on campus? And he was like, yeah. He was like, but my friends know you're not going to BS them. Mm, yeah, my friends different. figured out real quick after meeting you, you going to tell them straight. And whether good, bad, or ugly. So, yeah, they when your next when your daddy coming back to campus, when you gonna talk to your daddy again? <laughs> like what? That so they trying but, to talk to daddy too because you yeah, gonna get real. And they were like, "Your daddy's so cool. How did how was it growing up with him?" And they were like, "The same way y'all see now. That's how I was growing up." Yeah. And he tells them, "My dad, I knew my dad has never hit me out of punishment. It's always explain to me why you did that, or you thought that was the best way to go." And how did that turn out for you? And mm. he and he talks about how I make him think. I, my youngest is different. He's not cerebral. He's mm. the emotional one. And why? Why y'all? Okay, good question. Emotions. Talking about emotions and men, mm-hmm. um, and black men and mental health. This is still in the same with, with black men. We tend to make decisions from an emotional space. Because That's nobody's. Why I, guess t- I love to say that y'all not emotional. Yeah, it's because when you talk about emotions, it's the projection of the emotion. Doesn't mean the emotion's not stewing up here. Mm. It's the outward sign. And I, I got called a swan when I was, I was in college. And I'm like, what the hell you mean I'm a swan? I ain't no swan. I'm a dog. I, 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 I it's down. <laughs> I I it down I'm a swan, but okay. And I'm like, and and my professor was like, no, Gerald, you're taking it the wrong way. Mm. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? And he explained to me. He was like, you're a swan because you're graceful, you're articulate, you're smart, and mm. nobody ever sees the chaos that goes on underneath to keep. You moving smoothly through different arenas. Mm. 
he was like, I know it's turmoil and strife in your life, but mm. looking at you, nobody ever sees it. Mm. And that's what he meant. Because if you ever watch swans on the lake, they just mm -hmm. glide across the water. Well, the part that you don't see, they feet kicking for all outdoors yeah. under the water. You don't see <laughs> yeah. that part. Yeah. And, and so when he that's said it, I was like, wow. Right. Wow. I was just thinking like, wow. but okay, I see where you're coming from. And I, and I took that as a badge of courage and honor, but I really shouldn't have. Because sometimes you got to let the chaos and the crazy out. Sometimes you got to express that. That's because if you point. keep pushing it down and holding it back and keeping it internally, well, then you tear up all the insides. Mm. And mm. like I said, working with men has is a, a has been a blessing for me because I tell dude, it's okay, man. Let let it out. Yeah. And I'm like, huh? What you let talking about? I like I know something bothering you, so let's get it off. Let's get go and get it out. Yes. You ain't nobody gonna know but me and you. Let's talk about this. Let's hash this out. You want to scream, yell, do whatever. Fine, as long as you get your ass up, think you're gonna put your hands on me. We good. But get it out. Yeah. And you it, you'd be amazed how many black men, when you can get them off by themselves, like you said, they look like swans walking through life. Yeah, but it's all kind of chaos bashing them, chaos. and they they just keep gliding smoothly across through one place to the other and, then, and it's like how do i deal with this and then they popping off yeah. um and then when yeah. they lose control they pop off and it's like years worth of stuff comes just exploding out and this mount saint helens and everything's covered in ash and volcano and it's like oh my god where did that come from right that'd be the first thing where did it come from it's because and, it's just piling up and piling up yeah. and, and there was no outlet and there was never no outlet Never outlet. Um, I we don't have spaces enough spaces for black men to have outlets. And then it's frowned upon because you call soft and weak and a woman yeah. if you show your emotions. It's, and, no it's again, a new time going around that they be simp a simp. Yeah, that ain't new, but yeah. Oh, they knew. Look, <laughs> you like that ain't new, and it came back around. <laughs> it didn't circle back around. It, it ain't new. I'll be like, what's this film? Because he Simps expressed suckle, love. Yeah. Because he's cherishing woman. Yeah. Mm. Like, and it's, yeah. we have we have this destructive property where we make fun of some of our better qualities. Mm. And it's because men don't get nurtured and they don't hear enough that it's okay to be emotional and let that emotion out. Because there's a difference between being emotional and being stoned and being emotional and that emotion being shown. Mm. Most women, when they talk about, he shows me nothing. He gives me nothing. I tell him the house on fire. He like, all right, well, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And it's like, well, he said it like that. Yeah, he said it just like that. I don't understand. I told him I, I messed up a thousand dollars. He ain't even raised his voice. I would have lost it. He'd have told me. And I'm like, well, why was your response that way? He was like, because if I'd have responded that way, she, don't oh, you raise your goddamn voice, me? You fucking <laughs> and it's like, yeah, well. So you look, you ain't you yeah. like waiting for nothing? Like women, I can't look. Right. So <laughs> you're, yeah, you're told, you're told, I want you to be one way, right. and then as soon as you do it, you're chastised and and ridiculed mm. for it. So 
Mm. He just shuts down and it's like, I just deal with it. I just... And I think oh, when, that's a yeah. hard one because I also think it may have like started in the home. Well, it's it's the dynamic. When you think of most men grow up without a man in the house. I was about to say that. Yeah. And then not only is there no man in the house, there's no man in the in the in the first sphere of connection. Yeah. So when all of your contact with men come from school, sports teams, and in those arenas, it's macho or die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, when I say, well, what's wrong with him crying and showing his emotion that what happened bothered him? Right. Man, that's just some old gay shit. Don't know, nobody be running around here crying. But if it bothers you, why not? Why? Who said, who said it wasn't okay? Oh, I wonder what, what that what that like where, well, where did it's, it? It's that street code. It's that the street code because hmm. most things are in our community, unfortunately, are derivative of street and jail culture. Well, you can't be hard, tough, a, a, a butt kicker, and and have. And be seen crying and be seen to let go or to be seen to not have control. Mm. And I, I've asked the question all the time, just because I'm crying means I don't have control. I think it takes more control to cry mm. and to let my emotions flow freely than it does to stifle everything and everything's a brick. I mean, brick is easy. Yeah, It's, it's like the Zoolander. All the faces look the same. <laughs> and it's like, well, yeah, that's easy. You want to yeah. impress me? Do something different. Do something different. Yeah. And when you challenge men, they that's not a safe or cool thing to do. Mm-hmm. And like I've done it in therapy. I'm like, are you sure I'm the one you want to work with? Yeah, man. You 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 brother. You can. I know. I know where you're gonna come from. No, you don't. You have no clue. Right. <laughs> you have, you no, have clue. no clue. The drama I'm about to drop into your life. Yeah. And then why don't you cry? I'm sure you feel so relieved. You would think, but no, it's, I got to cut my camera off. Give me a minute. Uh, Hold on, Mr. Billy. I'll be back. Okay. (laughs) And I know what it is. And I'm like, if you're, if you can't be comfortable in your own skin and what's going on with you, how is the world supposed to be comfortable with you? How's the world supposed to interact with you? And that's where we struggle as men, especially as black men, because we don't have that space where we get to do and say and just be free. Mm. Everything is watched, it's monitored, it's critiqued, it's um, labeled. So rather than deal with all that, you just shut off. Yeah, you shut it off. it's like the old windows doom 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 that's all you got coming I got nothing for you and you robotically move through your life and you get the complaints well I've never seen him invest in anything or take a only thing he gets excited about is sports (laughs) and why is that because we glamorize because that's the outlet sports is the outlet yeah think about it I can't be safe and structured with you, my woman, because when I do, why are you doing all that crying? I don't nobody want no punk ass man. But I can laugh, crash, scream, holler about football, basketball, 
boxing, uh, MMA, I can let I can get my emotion, my emotional release that way, and nobody says nothing mm. because we all men doing it together. Because half of the group is for one side, half is for the other. So if I'm frustrated, angry because my team lost, I ain't by myself. Mm. I can get this off. I can I can be upset, angry, slam stuff. Can't believe them old punk motherfuckers off me, lost me a hundred dollars. Yeah, dog. You and I told you. And then there's somebody else. They can let that joy out mm. because it's most. Some men can't even express joy at home. Because again, what you all happy for? Because it ain't related to her. That's sad. Um, but it's real. And I, you know, I'm not gonna push back because I know it's probably some women like push backs, and I'm not, sisters. I'm not. I'm not because I feel like it's valid. Uh, we as black women. We have to also, you know, take in and say, okay, what can we do differently? Um, as in the black men, but we have to, I think we have to put our guards down. Um, yeah. Able to say, I, I ain't doing everything perfectly. How can I learn? Especially from the opposite sex, because can't no other woman tell me what a man wants. It's just not, no, that's not going to be, you're not going to be it. So you have to listen and, and put your guard down and say, okay, can I do this differently? How can I do this differently? And vice versa. And that's how we're going to heal the things between us, I feel like. Um, I've worked with couples and I don't know what he's thinking. I don't know what she's thinking. Did you ask? No, we're not talking. Why, why would I do that? Anytime I ask her, she just complaining. Yeah, I said, not. but what is she complaining about? Is she complaining for the sake of complaining, or is it something legitimate, mm -hmm. or is there some is there some factual based information there that you can use to make some changes? Don't just discard it as oh she just fussing to be fussing. Is she really though? Right. Is is it real? Is it for real? And then, like I said, tell her she wrong. I cannot because she's not. Mm, she's not wrong. But, I can't tell him he wrong because he's not. Mm. I thought you supposed to be on my side. No, I'm, I don't have a side. Say the therapist is neutral. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm on the side of truth, justice, and, and the American way, like the old uh, soup bank. Uh, I got nothing to do with this. Yes, like I'm for the right side. Yeah. If you're I'm, wrong, I'm for, you're wrong. I'm for y'all fixing what's dysfunctional in your relationship and doing better. So no, I can't say that he wrong. I can't say that she's wrong. I can't say that she's right. Can't say that you're right. But what was said was valid. And that's different. So what do we do with this validity? How do we handle this validity? How do we work through it? How do we process it? That's the difference. Yep. It's not about right or wrong. It's can I see value and respect that your perspective is causing you discomfort. Yeah. And that goes both ways. Yeah. And that, like I said, nine times out of 10, he's holding everything back and giving her the brick wall because that's the safest. Because long as she keep blasting the brick wall, she's not getting to me. I don't take it personal. It don't hurt. Mm. Because men are just as sensitive as women. 
Nobody want to be cussed out, yelled at, talked down to all the time. Said, I'm just pointing that out. He said it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, I'm just saying that that is real ish. Men are just as sensitive as women. And, um, and I feel like women need to take that into consideration. Oh, he don't uh, care. Ego, you know right? don't it's care. ego thing. Like, I've, I've had I've had black, white, you name them women tell me, oh, he don't care about nothing. How you know? You ask him. And, mm. Well, no, but so what are you basing this off of? Well, he never says anything. I said, why doesn't he say anything? Let's dig into that. Well, I'll say something. He'll go to say, and then I'll, oh, see, there it is right there. He says how he feels. You either gloss over it. Mm -hmm. Or tell him how he's wrong for feeling that way because it don't align with what you want. So now he stops talking because he sees his feelings are invalidated. They're not respected. They're not important. So why keep talking to somebody who, no matter what I say, if it don't line up with what they say, they're going to dismiss it. They're not even going to feel me. Okay, I'll just shut up then. So I'm not going to say nothing at all. Right, and I say nothing at all. And mm -hmm. I just sit here. And like I said, I wow. I've done it in couples therapy. I'm like, so sir, what talk to me? And she was like, Well, I, I asked him, not you. He talking. <laughs> and well, I mean, I can tell I don't need you to tell me. I asked him. I need to hear his voice. Mm. And I'm big about I people tease me because I tell people all the time I'm spiritual, not religious. Mm -hmm. And by being spiritual, I believe that things move in our universe, in our collective amongst us, and they provide us with clarity. Mm -hmm. Well, how can I do a therapy session with three people and it's only two voices in the room? I need your voice in this room. You mm -hmm. need to be a contributor. Mm -hmm. You cannot be a sponge around me. You're going to, I got to hear your voice. You got to say your say. You got to talk. You got to talk. You got to talk. Well, Mr. Billy, she not going to... Yes, she will. Because <laughs> she ain't got no choice. Say you going <laughs> to... She ain't got no choice. Shut up. Right. Let because I didn't ask her. I asked you. <laughs> I mean, what she said. No, I don't want to hear what she said. What right. do you think? Get, do you take think? a moment. Get Reflect. And what are you feeling? What are you thinking? What's going on inside of you? I already know what she's thinking. She said it several times. I need to feel how, I need your feelings. Yeah. Because that's the only way I can make this work. Because there has to be some kind of balance. Balance. It has to be a balance. Because when it's a, when it's not aligned, we keep missing each other. I mm -hmm. need it to line up so that there's no more misses. That part. <laughs> that part. That, that, that was a gem. Did y'all see that gem? <laughs> that was, note that. You have to be aligned, so you can't keep yeah. missing each other. Cause ooh, you won't be on the right, the right track. Like you keep missing train stations. The even bigger piece to that is if I'm not comfortable in who I am and what I am, there's no way in hell you can align with me. Cause how do you align with somebody and I don't know where I am? How can I give you directions? How can I tell you what to put in Google Maps if I can't tell you where I am? You got to meet me where I am. You can't meet me where you want to be because I'm not there. 
Because I'm not third. Who I'm you talking third. to? Who you meet? Because when me, I'm over here. <laughs> so that's real. That's so, real. That's, How am I going to tell you where I'm at if I don't leave another address? That part. Right. So a lot of times I, what ends up happening with couples, I end up splitting them and I end up having to work on the man and getting him to, okay, so what's up with you, man? Which is a great Talk point. To Talk to me. It's just me and you. Say Whatever you say between me and you, going to stay between me and you. Unless you talk about killing her or killing yourself. It, it's, it's like it's me and you, girl. The only times I'm going to go, to, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm snitch out. I'm going to ratch out. But if not, only for safety reasons. Like safety only. <laughs> Other than that, what you say to me, say, man, she get on my yeah. goddamn nerves. Well, yeah. well, wow. Wow. I don't. I can't be me. I can't feel anything. If mm. my feelings don't align with her, all of a sudden it's a problem. Huh? Mm. Does she know that? No, she don't know. Well, why does she know? Because when I tried to tell her, she told me I was wrong. That wasn't true. <laughs> Damn. Did she? Yeah. You think if I pointed out in real time, she'd catch on? Probably not. Really? And again, I come at guys that way because one, it helps them validate what they're feeling inside. Because I tell people all the time, your perspective is your perspective and it's valid. But how do we use that perspective along with this perspective of your mate to get on the same page so y'all can move together as one? Mm. Let me ask your you. Your perspective this. is cool, but we got to make some use out of it. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Um now, if you think enough black men had this mindset that, you know, she doesn't validate me or like she doesn't let me be who I am, do you think they need to take in consideration that they're allowing that? Partially. Because I mean, but if you if you come into a space and you feel like you are less of Right, let's mm -hmm. like let's make you feel less level man or whatever it may be. You feel some type of way. She doesn't let you be you. Um, why not have just as women? Why not have the space and the 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 thing to say like, I right, look, shorty, you not for me. So, men don't get bashed for leading women on. You knew you didn't want to be married. Why was you with me? Because you wouldn't leave me the fuck alone. You think women are like literally holding on to men hostage? I've sat through the therapy sessions. You complain that he's not what you want, but you won't let him go. Why? Hmm. Because I feel it can still work. How? He said he is who he is. He is he's comfortable in who he is. You want him to be something else. What's I don't how do you make that work? Because somebody's got to compromise heavily to make it work. I agree. It has to be a compromise. Um, I'm with but you. If, but if you're, if you're person A, we, we'll take sex out of it. We'll, we'll call it person A and person B. <laughs> person A wants a particular type of person. Right. Person B is not that person. Right. They've shown it. They've owned it. They've tried it. It ain't comfortable for them. A will say, but we're together. No, nah, see, 
I think, and I've seen it both ways. I was well, like, I feel like you should leave. Like, and, if this person is saying that this is who they when, are, but when society has told you you're less than for being alone, oh, when society has told you that your mission in life is to be in a relationship. When society looks at you funny when you walk into somewhere by yourself and ask for a table for one. Mm. Or you go to the ticket counter and ask for one ticket to whatever show, dance, concert, whatever. You get looked at strange. And I'm not telling you what I'm thinking. Now I'm speaking from what I what I know because I do it. Mm. I'm not in a relationship. Don't want to be in one. Right. Don't have the time nor patience. But right. I get looked at weird. <laughs> I get looked at weird. Why'd you, you go by yourself? Mm. You should have called me. Why? Why should have called you? And this women, I, <laughs> women have said this to me. I'm not making this up. Well, you should have called me. I went with you. Who said I wanted you to go? <laughs> because again, trying to make me feel some kind of way because I want to be by myself. Because I, I'm cool with being alone. Because I know there's things I need to still figure out. So before I put somebody else in the middle of this chaos, I need to hammer some things down. I think I'm being responsible. You say I'm being selfish. You're being responsible for hanging out. I think this is a great, this is really a different perspective. <laughs> um, this show has went, y'all, look. But this is definitely a great, different perspective. And I appreciate you for this. Because again, I feel like, Men can't be honest enough in our in about these things. They can't. So you want to hang out with by yourself, and we should be okay with that. Because mm. I'm gonna get ridiculed, and well, why'd you even, why'd you take my phone number if you knew you ain't want to be in a relationship? I can't have human connection because I don't want to be in a relationship. What? What? So you think we women are, you, are not really like the standards? Like we're putting these unrealistic standards on certain things? I don't think um, it's unrealistic standards. I think what ends up happening is women have their agenda. Should I say? The expectation. No, women have their agenda and mm. you're going to fit in my agenda if it kills you. Mm, we're forcing. It's, it's, it's just like the parable of you got the little bird in your hand. But you holding on to the bird so tight, you end up suffocating it. Mm. The bird only good if you open your hands and let it fly and be a bird. You can't. And, and this go men, women. This go for everybody. This for everybody. This for everybody. This for any relationship. Because okay. people like how you work with gay people. Same way I work with straight people. I tell them the same stuff because it don't matter. Because y'all. We got the same issues. We got, the same you got issues. one person with one agenda, the other person with a different agenda. Mm -hmm. And we can't talk and share to get to a combined agenda. Nobody wants to relinquish mm. any control or anything. Nobody wants to sacrifice anything. So here we are, stalemating and just a bang. Because nobody wants to say, wait a minute, let me give a little. Mm. Let me, well, I ain't got to have all 39 things that's on my list. And then the first thing is, well, why can't I have all 39? How, how's that done for you so far? <laughs> it's always my response. 
How is your list of 39 uh, requirements work for you this far? Hell, I would think if you got the 36, hell, what's the other three? <laughs> Why you can't compromise? What, what really is it with them other three that's so important that you'll forego the mother 36? Mm. Because And then in your 39, or did you value them in as to most important to least important at right. least? Yeah. Oh, they all the same. Oh, hell, you ain't no hope for you. This ain't people out here ready to die. Jesus. Right. You out here looking for you out here looking for unicorns and leprechauns. You, you looking for these mythical creatures. Of gold at the end of the rainbow. You looking for these Instead mythical of a human being, that don't huh? exist. Right. Yeah, yeah. And you're looking for something that's not there, that's mm. not available, that doesn't exist, that can exist. Yeah. And I tell people all the time, I'm not looking for Miss Perfect. I'm looking for the perfect one that can handle all this craziness I'm gonna drop in your lap. And this is why therapy, y'all, couples therapy, <laughs> individual therapy. Yeah. Kids need therapy. <laughs> like we all have to have some type of <laughs> therapy. And I love how you said you separate. You work on yourself first. Yeah, so, got to. You have to. And then once you, like you said, you know yourself. Then that's when you like, all right, let me. Your first, your first thing is seven, eight, however many people you dated didn't all get it wrong. That should be your first starting point. They, they ain't all crazy. One or two, maybe. But what about everybody else? They wasn't everybody. You didn't else. contribute nothing. Oh my, I'm, I'm, huh? But and that's the hardest thing to I've, do is pick up I've a had, And again, I've had women. I'm a catch. I'm great. Why? Who said? Because if you was that great, you'd be married. You you would have what you can do. But am I lying? Am I lying? You come to me talking about I'm having relationship issues. Okay, well, talk to me about it. I'll date a guy for a little while and then it just fall apart. What falls apart? Well, I mean, they don't never do what I say. They don't do this. They don't do. Well, why they got to do all that? Who said they were supposed to do all that? Well, that's what I expect from my mate. Why? Who said? Where you get that from? And again, society has groomed us differently. Think I, about let me say this. No, no, let me say this. I'm gonna push back a little bit. Let me push back. Uh -huh. Okay, because there's some women I heard that's going to say that they don't want to be married. That's not the goal. Okay, then don't. But then don't have marriage type expectations of the dude that you're kicking it with. Mm. If you know you don't want to be married, why is you all up that man ask about, well, can you take my car and go get it fixed? No, take your own damn car and get it fixed. <laughs> be, the, be the independent woman you claim you, you are. Oh, you was independent before you met me. Why all of a sudden I had stopped? Why are you standing at doors looking at me like, well, you going to open the door? No, independent. Why don't you open the door for me? What? Oh, wow. Because I mean... how do you get it both ways? So you right? saying. Are you, are you, let, let, so let's why, be, so let's I guess be real. Like, okay, let's be real. We finna be, look, and we going we to get real real quick, and then we going to. I told you, I ain't easy to work with. <laughs> you 
it's not easy to work with. Okay, but I love it. I love it. I love it because this is like it's, it's a, a great topic and a great conversation. Um, so I'm I'm gonna say this. So you're saying I think the same thing for men as women have been saying too is like we shouldn't be giving wifely duties to every man. And you're saying yeah. the same for men. Men should have a standard for themselves as well. And I agree with you. I agree. Be, and I'm gonna tell you same thing I so told women, you. This is what China's gotta stop doing. Like we gotta stop giving up things that we are not willing to sacrifice. Like if he ain't opening the door for you, it, this might not be who your husband is. So don't keep going on date if that's what you're expecting. So I I I think we on the same page in a different space. Um, I've, I've told this to my kids. Be open and honest about who you are and mm-hmm. what you are. And what you want. I know my one son is not a gentleman. He just not. And that's okay. He ain't got to be. Maybe it'll come along later. Maybe. My other one is. Mm-hmm. Okay, be be secure in that. Because mm-hmm. everybody ain't looking for a gentleman. Everybody ain't looking for a rogue either. Mm-hmm. But you got to know what you're looking for. So that, again, if you don't know who you are, how you know who you looking for? You got this thirty. You got this list of thirty nine things this brother got to do to be with you, but you don't know who the hell you are. You looking in the mirror at a stranger because you don't understand who you are. Mm. Well, I gave. I was. I was washing his clothes and fixing him, fixing him meals. But I thought you said you didn't want to be married. So why was you doing all that? Well, I figured that was gonna get me get him to stay. Why would you trying to get him to stay if you're not looking for a committed relationship? I'm just asking. These just questions. I mean, I'm I'm trying to push back on as much as I can push back on because I know there's going to be some women that's going to think like. I'll even take, I'll even put it on the man's side. I call her seven, eight times. She ain't answered. So you said you ain't want a relationship. Why should she answer? Who are you? Or are you mad because she moved on and she dating somebody else? Right. You said y'all wasn't you 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 wasn't cuffing her, you wasn't holding her down. So now that she found somebody that want to, now you in your feelings and you miss her and you, and you mad she gone. Huh? Like I said, I'm an equal opportunity punch through her. I'm gonna hit everybody. I, that's why I'm great. Cause but, but it all goes but, back to like you said, you have to know and be secure in who you are and what you are looking you to do. By, and right. then that's when you come looking for the mates. Um, I flat told women, I'm not dating. I'm just looking for somebody that if I decide I want to do something with somebody, I can pick up the phone, call you, you down. Okay, cool. Hey, you want to go to this concert? Yeah. They get out, we go, we do the concert, whatever. I take them back home. You may not hear from me for a week or two. You got your nerve ringing my phone. Excuse me. Because I think... What are you talking about? You took me out, took me to a concert, took me to dinner, and then I don't hear from you for two weeks. With your phone don't dial out? First. Why ain't I heard from you in three weeks? Why ain't I heard from you? Right. If you you thought about me, you should have just reached out. If you were so worried about why you hadn't heard from me, why you ain't reach out and say, hey, you okay? I I heard from you for a while. Mm. And I would have been like, oh, I'm busy. I've been working or whatever the hell was going on in my life at the time. Ooh. Ain't nobody that busy. You're right. They're not. I make time for what I want to make time for. So if I'm not making time for you, obviously, 
that ain't what I want to do. And I told you, I wasn't looking for nobody constant and consistent. I'm just looking for somebody I can hang out with if I don't want to go alone. Note to self, out the rotation. I can can have a conversation with anybody. I can have a good time going out with it. Hell, you know what? Matter of fact, forget y'all women. I'm going to call one of my homeboys. Hey, man. Let's go catch this. Let's go watch this concert. Let's go to this jazz concert. Let's go do whatever. I ain't got to go with you. Yeah. Because I can have the same fun with one of my male friends that I could have with you. But and I no, think- it's not going to look weird. Two guys going into a jazz concert or going to a concert. I was about to say. Because why? Women do it. The conversation. I agree. Men should be able to hang out too. I agree. So why can't men hang out? Society is giving us these false narratives. I agree. Society is giving us these false narratives and we're getting into these spaces with expectations instead of taking what people are giving us. If you're showing me who you are and what you want, I should just be Take like... you at your word, fool. Yeah, I see it. And so that means, guess what? If I want it, I'll deal with it. And I'm going to deal with it how you're giving it to me and be okay with that. And if I'm not, then I move on and I find someone else. But I think society is telling women, and we're panicking, that we're slim to men. There's not enough black men going around. And, you know, it's limited, so you better grab on. And and so now we're getting into this chase game um, because I'm for real. Like, so we like... I see what you is, but I need you to be here because my time is clicking. I want to be a mama. I want a family. So I'm just trying to will you in and change your mind. And that's what we're dealing with. And that's the thing that's so funny about being 51 and dealing with women. I don't care about your biological clock. I can't make no babies. No, I'm just letting you know what you're dealing with. No, stop. Well, I'm looking to be married in the next year. Good luck with that. Because I'm not. What do I need to get married for? Don't you need someone to cook for you and clean your house? No, because my mama taught me how. Shame on you you for thinking that I'm I'm 50 years old and can't take care of my own self. So, no. Why? And, again, had women straight offended because I was like, I don't need you. You know that, right? Okay, so let me say this. And I I think this is a great thing, too, that men should know these basic needs to take care of themselves because they also won't be getting in relationships because they just need those things. Yes, okay, vice versa. Now, come on. Okay. I ain't never said said to do right. I'm just saying this is because we're going to have some men like, yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah. And I'm going to be like, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute, because some of y'all are actually looking for the women to only do those things. And then when they're doing all these things and women are stressed out, because black women here, we come with this superwoman syndrome now. We taking care of everything and doing everything and the man is just there. It's like, oh, I'm tired of him. He ain't doing... Because you have not found a man who has the ability to say, I don't need you. I want you. That's why. There's a huge and difference. there's a huge difference. That's a huge difference. So we didn't kind to a common place. Yes, that's a huge difference. <laughs> a huge and, difference. and part of part of it is our societal upbringing. Yes. 
little boys are told you got to be tough, you got to be handy, you got to be this, you got to do that, you got to protect women, you got to do this. But what if I need protecting from a woman? Because I get cussed, yelled at, talked all about, made fun of by more women than I do men. Mm. I ain't never had to protect myself from another dude. Mm. Unless he, and if, if I did, it was because it wasn't that he was trying to hurt me just for the sake of hurting me. He's hurting me with a purpose. He's trying to rob me because he ain't, ain't got no job. He's trying right. to feed his family. Right. He's trying to. It wasn't to, personal, really. It wasn't personal. personal. Yeah, I get what you Your mean. Your attack is the, the, the attack coming from that other way is it's personal. Emotionally and, right, it's emotionally personal. charged and personal because yeah. I'm not doing what you want me to do. I'm not acquiescing to your plan. You's mm. a good guy. Why won't you be with me? That's all good guys can do is be spouses and boyfriends. I can't just be your partner and we hang out every night and again, maybe go to dinner, hang out. I mean, do what grown folk do if that's what we decide to do. If it get too tight, then we walk away. I mean, what? Huh? <laughs> Who does that? You be amazed. I would say, I guess, I don't, I think it's some women out there that will be happily fine with this scenario. Oh, there, there are. I want to say, I think and they will. Uh, like especially I said, now in our society. I think we have a lot more of them that's willing to deal with what you're talking about. Because a lot of them like, look, I ain't trying to be my wife. I ain't trying to cook it clean every day. Uh, I, I don't want to stay with nobody. So how about you I, stay over there and I'll be over <laughs> Who said we got to live in the same house? I said, there's nowhere written we got to be in the same house, the same space, and be all up in each other's face every day. That's what Walt Disney sold. Mm -hmm. I ain't selling that. I'm no, I'm. I don't believe in fairy tales. I ain't Aesop. I ain't the Brothers Grimm. I I think women have definitely uh, been fed some of that fairy tale. I could say, uh, personally, I ain't going to keep spying about all women. I'm talking personally now. I feel like I was fed all that fantasy. If it's true fit, put it on and take it on. (laughs) And I'm like, that ain't real now. It's not real. Um, I, I won't say that I'm labeling all women this way and I'm putting this on all women, but there's some of y'all, these shoes fit you and you got them in your closet. Yeah. So, own that. If that's what you want, that's how you think, that's what you down for, go for it. Yeah. Find him that fits that. He out there. And then I need him though. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot less stressful on yourself. Yes. It's gonna yes. be a lot less stressful. Quit trying to make everybody foot fit into that shoe. Yeah. Hell, matter of fact, put the damn shoe away and figure out who you are first before you can bring the shoe out. Yes, women. Men. Men too. That's everybody. That's everybody. Yes. Self-reflect, y'all, before you get into a relationship. Black men, find your space. Um, Shout out to you um, for being able to even, we can have this dialogue um, because I think it's a very valid, I think a lot of men think in this space right now. And I think we aren't allowing the spaces to have that debate or that, that conversation and we need to. And we need to, and that's going to start a a, a a process for our black men to be more vulnerable. And they one of to. the biggest one of the Especially biggest calls that's helpful is if people can al- allow people to have their perspective. 
Yes. Remember, and I, I, say, <laughs> I didn't say opinion. I said perspective because yes. perspective comes with insight. You've reflected on it. You've thought about it. You've you've mulled it over and you've devoused. You've come up with a way that works for you. That's perspective. Opinion is you just spouting off what you think, and it can be un um, untested and unvalidated. Yeah. But if I've given you my perspective and I've thought about it and I've really given some thought to it, and I can explain to you why this is my perspective, all I ask is that you respect it. And don't be like, yeah, I know that's what you said, but I'm going to change your mind. Yeah, I know that's what you said, but I'm going to give you a little taste and then you, you're going to be wrapped around my finger. No. Yeah. I hate, men ain't, because all they do is take, take, you gave it away. Mm. Trying to force somebody. Mm. That ain't him, that's you. Yeah. Because you tried to bamboozle somebody into being with you. You knew when he said, no, nah, that ain't what I'm looking for. But I really like him and he a good dude. And I think we make you baby, so I'm going to go and sleep with him anyway. What? what? Yes. No, don't do that, y'all. <laughs> no. And, 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 and in contrast, fellas, if she offering it to you, what else is she offering? Mm. Why is that okay? Cool. Get some self some self control and understand your body better and value your body better than that. That part, y'all. Come you on, y'all need to be valuing yourselves because this standard with men sleeping with every woman is all good, and, and if women sleep with too many men, it's, it's bad. But it's bad for everybody. It's bad for business, and then y'all run around here doing business. it wrong and just we not safe. Women talk about all these baby mamas, but uh, yeah. Right, like I said, you got eight kids by eight different women, and you can't understand why the world hates you. Because mm. you're not let's, being responsible. Yeah, and let's just say this: just have I think God's value. Go value yourself. If yeah. we can value ourselves more, um, and meet the people that value us as we want them to, um, I think that's when we'll. The healing will begin in our community, but it starts self. Self is first, y'all. Self is first. And on that note, y'all, um, thank you for joining me for this conversation. Um, one thing, one thing I want to leave off on and ask you: um, any advice for Black men overall about um, getting into the health, uh, mental health space, or getting help in the mental health space? Don't let your pride stand in the way of you becoming a better person. We all need help. We all need somebody to talk to. We all need a shoulder to lean on. Quit believing you, Superman, you can do it by yourself. Mm. Get your pride out the way. Admit there's a problem. Admit you need help. And then find somebody you can vibe with and get the help that you need. And figure it out. That part. So, <laughs> on that note, y'all, yeah, shout out to uh, Mr. Bentley for bringing this great dialogue. Make sure y'all share this uh, live and <laughs> keep, we gotta keep these conversations going, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. And uh, yeah, on that note, y'all, we out.
Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube page and also follow us on all our social medias. And you can find all of that information at www.thehoodtalks.com.